they were like, what is expressive? How are you feeling? Mm. You know, so, but they came, they showed up they did that. and they showed out. They look good. True. They look good. True. So this one, again, you know, we don't have to come in our full Harlem Renaissance <laughs> fits. Put some suspenders on. No, yeah, but you can. Yeah, that would be dope. <laughs> Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. Where can I hear some live music? Maybe some live poetry. Some good vibes. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. Mm, some strong drinks. Sound like some grown folks business. Sounds like the Love Jones experience. Yeah, the Love Jones experience. I feel welcome. I'm Kim Smith. I'm Joshua Sarah. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about some love and some Jones and some experiences. Absolutely. absolutely. But first, you did introduce yourself as Kim Smith. Let us find out more about you, Kim Smith, because you are the one who brings this all together in the first place. This is your idea. So who are you? Owner of Be Well Events. Um, we host cultural and wellness events for the people black people specifically true um just so our community can be well it's just that simple um so yeah the love jones experience is a project that was birthed um from just feel good moments like what are they just me and my friends kind of like vibing like that's one of our favorite movies we're always quoting it Mm. um and it was like yeah you know be really dope to have like a love jones experience like a night because we all love so many things about it and about the art and about the people and the experiences not just about the love but about what they went through a lot of me me and my friends were artists um dancers you know singers poets um so of course yeah that was it was a vibe so i was like how can i bring this to life Mm. and i did so I take it you're involved in arts. Like you told me about your wellness and then all of a yes. sudden you talking about arts and love Jones. Um, yes. What kind of arts are you involved in? Um, well, my background, I, I am a writer. Okay. Um, so what kind of writing? Mm. Like a journalist, you write business reports. What kind of writer? I'm what about to break it down. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm a poet, a spoken word artist. Um, but I'm also a screenwriter, hmm. so I have two degrees, and they're in those specific things. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I love to write. I love stories. I love writing about social justice, my people. I love my people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like I was called to do that kind of work, you know, even with the, the day-to-day stuff that I do. Um it's always about like the upliftment of the youth or my people um, in that way. And so poetry has been just like an outlet since I was, you know, a teenager. I've been performing, mm. um, but also at the same time, performing and protesting, <laughs> performing and and writing, performing and being on stages. Um, I'm also an actor. Um I don't have a degree in that, but definitely lots of training, lots of background stuff um, with acting. So I just, I I love the arts. I love to be on stage. I'm also a singer as well. That's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. And they all blend together, of course, especially if you're on stage. Yeah. Um, What's the difference uh, between an actor and an actress? When I grew up, women wouldn't say they was actors, but I hear that now. And this is just a personal question. What is the difference now? I don't hear as many women say they're actresses anymore. Um, well, no, it's not necessarily a thing. I think in the professional community, you will hear actor, you know, um, it doesn't really matter. Um, Hmm. yeah, I feel like that's the only, uh, one of the art genres that has like a male and a female, like, you don't have a a poet or a poetess so much. Right. (laughs) A singer and a singress, you know what I mean? But there's so many dynamics, you know, when it comes to acting and, men like always having like those leading roles and 
really kind of at the forefront of film and theater, um, you know, dating back to the Renaissance era where men were playing women. So, you know, I think for women to be like, I'm an actress, you know, just kind of like taking a role. Um, but I think it, it kind of is, it can be interchangeable. So I don't, I don't think it matters as much, gotcha. you know, okay. to some. A doctor and a doctress. I'm an actress. <laughs> I'm a teacher and a teacheress. I'm gonna start calling women teacheresses. Let's see if I get in well, trouble with that. You know that the majority <laughs> of teachers are women. Are women? That's right. That's why I'm like, why are we calling them teachers? We should be calling them teacherers. <laughs> Don't listen to me, man. So back to you, Kim. Okay, okay. Back to you. Mm -hmm. So you're doing Be Well events. I am. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, what are those Be Well events? What is, like, if I come to a Be Well event, what's happening? Right. So, um, initially, I started out doing more wellness events. Um, so, I had, like, Show Yourself Some Love, which was, like, a female-oriented event uh, for black women. All women, really. But the focus were was for the black woman to be able to explore these wellness practices you know outside of white spaces mm. um because me myself i found that like meditation and affirmations and yoga all those things were like practices that i started like really diving into and getting into but i would go to these nice studios they were nice um but it was weird honestly because i was always like the only one unless I brought like a friend with me. Um, and then, you know, it's always the awkward moment where you're like, okay, there's another one of us there. Hey, what's up? And it's like, you know, she's like, hi, I'm like, hi, but it's never like a sister, you know, like really in there. Yeah. Um, everybody's always nice. I've never had any negative experiences, but I was just like, man, it would be great to have black spaces like this, like, we need this too. Like, this is great. This is, there's a reason why these white women are paying like $25 per class for this yeah. um, because it's doing something for them. And it was doing something for me. Um, but we just don't have that in our communities like that. And then when we do, it's almost like those people are labeled like, oh, you know, they're earthy. Mm. Um, and it's okay. I've been labeled earthy my whole <laughs> existence. Earth is a beautiful place. Earth is, you know, <laughs> we do live here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not thinking we're all earthy. To yeah. Some element. Right. Um, however, I wanted to also change that perspective of what wellness was. You know, I'm seeing a lot of wellness things on like IG, you know, women are like getting into like self-care Sundays and that's all great. But like, how are you going to maintain that practice? Like, when life is really beating you down, like you need practices, um, you know, for your physical well-being, for your mental well-being, you know. And of course, back in the day, it was like, go to church, praise God, yeah. you know, give it to God. And you can still give it to God, you can do that. Um, but also help yourself, you know. Yeah. So show yourself some love. You know, women just have this nurturing existence where we want to give so much to children our families our lives you know we're doing so much now in society um but i just felt that need to like how are you showing yourself some love how are you showing up for you and so i wanted to develop just programming for that like so that women can have ways to be inspired by practicing wellness and what does that look like for you it doesn't have to look like what you see on ig but like introducing them to a multitude of things um so had a couple of those events had some therapists come through you know motivational speakers um also wellness vendors because if you are you know tapping into that like where do you go in the meantime like mm -hmm. be well events aren't like every weekend so where do you go in the meantime if you want to get into soy candles or mm -hmm you know, different scents and oils or whatever it is that you want to get into, who are you patronizing? Okay. So yeah. that's really what it was about, like just building community. So events like that. And um, we have like some meditation, a meditation series coming up because a lot of people are like, hey, um, I do like on my IG page, like meditation Mondays, like I'll just 
you know, talk to the people, film myself, you know, like, hey, I just finished this meditation. It was great. It's, you know. And so people were, like, hitting me up. Like, I'm trying to get into that, too. Mm. Like, hmm. I know what it can be like in a space where, like, where do you learn to meditate? I know that sounds yeah. kind of, like, weird, but, like, everybody's not going to go on YouTube and, you know, sit there like, oh, this is weird. Do I close my eyes? Right. You know, you know, so I wanted to create that space. And so um, I have, you know, the sister Liz straight okay. um, that I've been communicating with. Uh, and we are going to push out a series next month about meditating. Nice. Nice. She's another excellent spoken word artist. Very excellent. See, we're multi-talented. Very true. This is what Very we do. True. Um, I, I heard you mention a couple times that you create these spaces specifically for black people. Yes. Do you get pushback for that? Like, do people ever challenge you about that? Do you feel pressure about that kind of thing? No, surprisingly, like, like even the white people are like, this is so good. <laughs> um, you know, some of my white friends have come to the events and they're like, this is amazing. Like, this is so good. Cause they understand that. I mean, it's clear, like, to see like when you walk into certain spaces, these are the people that you're gonna see. Like you walk into a yoga studio, you're not gonna see it full of black women, not in this city. Mm, um, right. If you were in another city, that might be a different case. Um, mm. um, even sometimes with the gym, you know, we're in the gym sometimes, but you know, like even with just fitness in, in general, mm. um, I post a lot of fitness stuff on my page, you know, just inspiring women to Take care of yourself, please. Um, it's important. Um, I don't get a lot of pushback, no. That's good. Mm -mm. Glad to hear. So you get to do it unapologetically and just shine lights. I do. Excellent. And yeah, Excellent. yeah. I, I I don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Good. So that. Join us April 26 at the Empire Lounge for the Love Jones Experience, Harlem Renaissance Edition as we feature soul, sultry singer Oliver Green and our featured visual artist Anthony Burks. The last event sold out, so you want to reserve your seats early. Visit us at bewell underscore events on IG. Link in the bio. That's be well. Mm -hmm, that's be well. And now you've got the Love Jones experience that you just started. Yes. Tell us about the first one we've done one so far right 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 tell us about that one so the love jones experience the very first event was hosted in boynton beach um at a very intimate setting a barbershop <laughs> word barbershop and i i mean it was classic it was um Definitely an event that created a vibe for everybody that was in there. I mean, it was like family. We were all like, we didn't all know each other, but we all knew each other. Yeah. Um, so I got nothing but positive reviews from the Love Jones experience. We had artists. We had poets. We had our live band, Jay Sharp. Um, Wait, when you say artists. That's... You know, I do that all the time. Be specific, because then that you, you said the other time. kinds of artists. So I'm like, yeah, what you mean, you artists? Know, and you, you question me every time. I was so artist. What, what are you saying? <laughs> yes. Okay, specifics. We had singers. Okay. We had uh, live painting. Mm. Mm -hmm. We had singers. We had instrumentalists. Okay. So basically, if you were creative and you were in that space, you were welcome and you were at home. Right. And that was the goal, um, was to create a sense of home. That's what people kept saying, like, oh, oh, my gosh, the crowd. Like, it was like I curated the audience. Like, I, mm -hmm. I handpicked them. I really didn't. I really didn't know who was going to come to this event. It was my first event like this. I knew my friends were going to be there. But when the tickets started rolling in, I was like, I don't know her. Hmm. I don't know them. This person just bought four tickets. I don't know that. I don't know these names. Like, I didn't recognize the names. So then that just started make, making me think, like, okay, people are really feeling this. Hmm. 
They're really vibing with this. They're really taking a chance on this because this hasn't been done before. Mm. They don't have any, you know, previous experience with what? Kim Smith. What hasn't been done before? What do you mean? Well, this what? Kim Smith mm-hmm. hosting the Love Jones experience hadn't been done before. Got you. So I felt honored that they trusted me enough to, you know, pay that money. Yeah, yeah. And they loved every minute of it and i was very proud to be able to create something so authentic for them to experience and people were like when is the next one yeah please give us more um so i'm going to point out that you did not mention poets and i know poets was there i'm I, asking like i wasn't I there but i was there shorty didn't I, say that? I was there shorty you said Instrumentalist, you said singers two times because clearly you got bias on singers. But I'm I'm gonna let you rock. Well, I'm you didn't bring both. up hip hop. I'm pretty sure somebody had to bust the bar out of there. You know, you know what I mean. Like we had all kind of flavors I would in there. Love, I was there. I would love people to were have, singing along. You, it, <laughs> so we were. had audience artist members. You know what I mean? We did. We had games. We had we had a mixologist with the drinks back we there. We had a mixologist. I, see, I, see I, was, I was gonna I, I was gonna mention I wasn't leaving her out. <laughs> We did. We had a mixologist. See what I'm saying? And, and that was like a highlight. Like, we had some signature drinks. That's why I couldn't um, let it pass. Yeah, yeah. And it was like sold out. Oh, it yeah. Out it like was you, sold out. It was sold out. It was like, can you please squeeze a few more? Uh, No, can't. <laughs> can I do that? We had like people walking by that lived in like the apartment, like right next to where the building was. And they were like, what is this? Um, Hold on. Let me go back upstairs. Let me see if I can. I'm like, we're sold out. But it was it was amazing. We had a food truck. Mm. We had some intermission time where we played some games. But, you know, people went outside and got their food and everything. It was. You said instrumentalist, but you didn't say there was a whole live band there. I, I think I did. That's okay. how you feel? I'm going to watch the tape. I'm going to go back and watch the tape. Okay. You, you, okay. You said instrumentalist, and I'll give I you did that. say that, but I, okay. There was a so whole there was live a, band. It was a whole live band. <laughs> Jay Sharp, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a professional photographer there. We were supposed to have some uh, mini photo shoot sessions, but we decided on some, because of the, the space, um, to do some professional photography. So a lot of the artists and people that came up stage, came on stage they got like these amazing photos of them on stage Mm, it was dope it was dope nice okay and so you got another one coming up tell me about the upcoming love jones experience so the upcoming love jones experience is the love jones experience harlem renaissance Mm. yeah you got langston hughes coming langston is coming back, baby. I'm going to be there for that. Okay. Get all my dreams undeferred. Because life for me ain't been. Um, well. <laughs> no crystal stairs around here. It hasn't. Um, and we're about to tell it on this stage. So this, this Love Jones experience is going to be a fusion of, of like our modern day neo soul and just kind of bringing the vibe of celebrating a collective of artists just like we had in the Harlem Renaissance we had all kinds of artists we had dancers we had painters we had singers we had poets okay mm-hmm. we was there you can expect all of that at the next love jones experience um and obviously is themed you know, Harlem Renaissance. So you come with your best remix of the Harlem Renaissance. Oh, oh we get to dress up a little bit. You get man. to dress get up a little fancy. bit. The last one was... Some suspenders on, maybe. It, the last one was expressive. And that was very... Um, people were very serious about the dress code. It's Let true. me just go ahead and add that in it there. Was semi-formal slash expressive. Expressive. Um, they were like, what is expressive? How are you feeling? Mm. You know, so... But they came, they showed up, they did that. and they showed out. They look good. True. They look good. True. So this one, again, you know, we don't have to come in our full Harlem Renaissance <laughs> fits. Put some suspenders on. No. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, that would be dope. 
Um, but yeah, definitely a remix of like what that looks like. I love like remixed looks. Mm. Um, you know, one of the looks that I like to go for now, not that this means anything, but I love like some sneakers and a blazer. Like this is like my work attire. <laughs> so you often see me like in some dress pants, you know, a nice shirt, a blazer and some sneakers. And sneaking around. Yeah. Sneaking around. <laughs> remix. Nice, nice. Um, where is the next one going to be? So the next one's going to be at Empire Lounge. And um, this spot, I think, is going to be super dope for everybody because we have the space that's needed, um, the bar, the stage, the DJ booth. Like, we're curating very specific details about this event down to coordinated dances all of that so it really is going to be a show um an experience an experience that's right <laughs> it's gonna be an experience yes so if you're there you definitely will understand why the love jones experience is what it is and so my plan is to continue making the love jones experience a regular occurrence because after the first one I just realized how much the spirit of what that brought out in people here, how much it was needed. People were like, I just don't remember the last time this happening. Just that coming together, um, the authentic vibe, people needed it. Yeah, It was a need. Yeah, that authentic vibe part, I think is very important. Mm -hmm. Like. What I appreciated about the event is that very thing, that when people come together to go out and spend their money, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's like, impress me. You know what I mean? Like you go to a movie theater, you pay your money, you want to sit back and be impressed. You go to a concert, you expect to be impressed. You know, but then when you come to these kind of like more intimate events, more like artist-driven events, for me it's less about the impress me and more about the engagement, the experience, like really hearing somebody's soul come out and it connect with yours and you being able to be like, right. yeah. And you know what I mean? To make an actual connection in that moment and have a whole room full of that. I think that's one of the most amazing things about, you know, the whole poetry scene. That's what came out in the Love Jones movie. This, Like the fact that he like, you know, if, for people who watched the movie, there was the moment when he's in there and he's writing the poem right there about the girl. And then he gets up right there and does the poem right there. Like, say, baby, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know the poem, don't you? Can I be a slave? <laughs> I know it was something about Yemaya -ya and something in her oh, left eye. Oh, man. Come on. I got it all. Joshua. Mess. I haven't seen it since the old Millennium play. You know, this is not going to work out for our friendship. <laughs> Clearly, I need to go rewatch it. Clearly. No, it was a landmark movie for me. Let me not, like, disrespect my ancestry. My movie ancestry. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember, I remember where I went to see it. Like, I remember who I went to see it with. I was at Hampton at the time, going to Hampton, Virginia, you know. So, yeah, it was definitely, like, a pivotal moment. A pivotal, it's not a word, Joshua. A pivotal moment. Mm -hmm. And, like, just the development as of us who are artists, you know, especially those of us who were going out to these kind of events. Right. Or if right. we hadn't even started going to those events, that was probably the thing that made us start going. I had I mean? not started, but I remember it was very early in my, like, poetry years, my, you know, figuring out who I was as a poet. Cause I mean, remember I had been writing since I was in high school, writing poetry, writing songs. I had been in the studio, like I'm 17 years old. Like they're like, come in the studio and write something. I'm like, sure. <laughs> um, so of course I'm like, I'm a writer. Um, and during this time I just kind of graduated and went to state Florida state. And I was discovering like the poetry scene that was black on black rhyme and, Talk. I was I was sweet with it. Like I literally could be like, this is what's on my mind right now. And I could like go home and like write a poem and then be somewhere to be able to like perform it. Yeah. And I I remember like Love Jones being such an inspiration to me as a poet to feel like, okay, there is a place for me to do this. And I absolutely love this toxic as love story <laughs> um but who didn't you know now that i know better i'm like do better right right you know darius and darius nina. and nina both of y'all both of you just yeah. yeah yeah that's a whole nother discussion about that but 
Thanks. <laughs> that could definitely be that, an episode. That's an episode of itself. <laughs> yeah. Breaking down that movie. Mm-hmm. I do know that, like, as much as it was an inspiration for me, like, in those early days, once I got into my poetry, which was, like, me getting on stage was about my spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. which then also opened up the cultural stuff. Yeah. And I think people m- mostly think of me as the cultural guy. Like, they think uh, Joshua's yeah. going to talk about Africa and black people. You know what yeah. I mean? But He's going to beat that drum. I get on the stage to talk about God every time. That's the thing that pushed me to the stage. Right. That's that's why I do it to this day. I know that gets lost in my message. I ain't always the best one to be like, because I don't want to sound preachy and like mm-hmm. and churchy, but I want to connect with people on the spirit level every single time, right? Right, so, right. So my language is often very much secular sounding, but I'm always talking about spiritual things. And so because I was all spiritual and cultural, there was a point at which I look back on Love Jones like, oh, love ass poetry, man. He's old soggy ass poet, always trying to get in the draws. <laughs> Yeah, well, so. he definitely used it for the wrong. He used his powers for the wrong reasons um, at that time. I, however, the overall message, let's not miss the message. <laughs> the overall message was that, like, you could exist as an artist, as a writer in this space. I remember somebody mm-hmm. telling me, I hated that movie because, you know, like, that shit was unrealistic. You know, he's leaving you know not working and write his book i mean like i was like that's kind of sweet that's dope that's like you know like, like i saved up my you... money like I, that, that is I'm like taking a year off to go right please good plan so i mean i was like you clearly don't get it you're you not an artist but all of us would do that how much money <laughs> i need just the bare minimum like so i could just leave this and job eat. and just write all day rice because, and ketchup ramen noodles right you know? like, don't you know. even care like i'm just out here living <laughs> and writing yeah, right. no, but back to back to God. Um, hi, God. Hey. Um, <laughs> I feel you on that because now, and I didn't do this as much, but now even when, um, you know, even when I'm asked to write a piece, because now I write pieces and I write for myself poetry. Most sometimes it just depends. Sometimes just whatever I feel like I write for myself. But there are times when people will hire me to write a piece or whatever. Um, And I always include God in the conversation Mm. before. Like, it's like now I understand that this gift is God's gift. Mm -hmm. I just I'm just a vessel like I just deliver it. Um, And that's so interesting because. Back when I was younger, I mean, this brain is old now. Like, I'm like, Shonda Rhimes, I'm old and I like to lie. Of course, I've read that book too many times. Um, I just ask God, you know, please guide my words. Like, these are your words. So, you know, help me to be able to say what I need to say. And we talked about this the other day when you were talking about your piece and not knowing, like, where it's really going to end up. Like, you never know. You start with nothing and you never know how great it's going to be or what it's going to be by the end. But by the end it's like that, 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 that's good. God, thank you. (laughs) And, and it just flows. Um, so that's, you know, just kind of like paying respects to the gift. You always got to do that. You always got to understand it because when I was younger, like these ideas would just flow. Like I could be riding down the street McDonald's like ideas like flowing Mm. like it was like a river Um, and as I got older and more distracted and more consumed with life um, I saw that like waning and that was like kind of scary for me because as a writer like you always have like people that live in your head I hate to sound crazy but they do they live their stories and all that kind of stuff but that was I just can't imagine my life like without all that noise. Mm-hmm. And so that started to go away. Um, and then I was like, no God, like, okay, I, I'm still here. Like I still can do it. <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> I'm still signed up for Put the assignment. Here, <laughs> so yeah, I started to definitely like include God into a lot, a lot of my writing, like even, even my scripts, you know, whatever it is that I'm writing at the time, even if I'm like writing for fun, to try to create something like be be in this, be a part of this story. Like, who is this for? Because it's always for someone. And that's what I wanted to ask about this Love Jones experience. Don't say it for everybody. That's what people always love to say. What do you who's who do you want to do this? Everybody. 
who do you want? Who who is this made for? You had somebody, you had a group, just like you said, your be well mm-hmm. are for black women specifically. Black girl, black, black. Who is this specifically for? Um, Love Jones experience. Honestly, everybody, but specifically. Specifically, for artists, it doesn't matter what the range is, whether you're professional, whether you're just starting out, whether you've left the scene and came back, you know, for artists. So it's a home for artists. Mm. It's a home for black artists to be able to hone a craft and display a craft, like almost like, almost like the chitlin circuit. Mm. I hate to sound like, but but it is. We can have veggie chitlins. Veggie chitlins (laughs) circuit. (laughs) A place where it's underground, but baby, it's good. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it is the best thing that you didn't even know you had because you go and you experience it and it's love and it's good. Um, and it's from the heart and it's from the soul. Um, also, it's for the lovers of that, the lovers of art. I think there are a lot of people that are not artists that support good artistry and good music but there isn't an authentic place where that exists especially for multi-genres there is a place that you probably can go to hear some live music okay that's great but is it going to be this is it going to be soulful is it going to be neo-soul is it going to tell the stories of you know black folks you know will you be able to see a black girl dance Will you be able to see a black woman paint? Let me mix it up so it's not just women. Will you be I was able to, to see feel a little left out? Will you be able to see a black man, you know, hit the mic and rap about something that matters to our culture and society? It's not necessarily for a specific group of people that believe a certain things. It's for a group of people that feel a certain way and like they are on the same vibration with how they feel about this culture and this music like people that are just passionate about that so those are people i want to come out have a good time yeah yeah i dig that i definitely know here in palm beach county there aren't a lot of culturally relevant culturally sensitive events that are in the arts world like if you've got to go further south you got to jump on the eye and head down south and so to have something like this here, and there are definitely people in the area because they always get on the eye and go down south. So, right. 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 So then creating something here, and like the fact that the first one was sold out, you know, I definitely had people reaching out to me like, hey, can I still get tickets? I'm like, nah, player, not at all. <laughs> you got to get done. the next one. You know what I mean? Right. Which, which I was actually excited to say that, like, nope, you sure can't, bro. You can't even get no tickets now. Too right. late. We said, hurry up. At one point, I was like, I'm going to add five more tickets. Because <laughs> I was trying to help. help and then out. it was like, it, I, I can't, mm-hmm. guys. Next time. It's, it's over. Next time, y'all. Next time. So, like, seeing that kind of thing, that like, that to me definitely says that the place is asking for it. They've been waiting on it since right. that once it appeared. And it was like, yes, yes, finally, it's rain. Yes. We were thirsty. Right. So that's really beautiful. <laughs> is that what they uh, sound like? Mm-hmm. Just, just like that. You didn't hear them? <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> Give so, us food. You know, so um, I think that it is like position well to actually do what you said, you know, become a home, have this space right. that becomes a place where people are like, yo, every month I know where I'm at. Right. Like right, or, or right. quarterly, however often, how often is this? Right now we're going to shoot for every month, every last Wednesday of the pew, month. Pew, pew. Okay. Right. Every last Wednesday of the month. Every last Wednesday Sweet. of the month, starting in April. Starting in April. Do you know that date off top? April. 26th. April 26th is the next one. Mm-hmm. That's lively at Empire Lounge. Empire. And so people are watching this. They're like, oh, yeah, I got to go. How do they go? How do they, do they need a ticket? Can they show up with a smoke signal? What do they need to do? do they need to, <laughs> with a smoke signal. Do they need to hit you on the pager? <laughs> no, it will definitely be on Eventbrite. Um, the Love Jones Experience Hall and Renaissance will be on Eventbrite. You can find it there. Um, those that follow me at Brown Girl Journey, you can 360. You can find it there. Wait, wait. Our be well. Say that one again because you I'm chopped sorry. it up. You chopped it up, and they're gonna be like, "Wait, she said that ain't work." So what is it? Um, so I have two pages. Be well LLC. That 
you can always find any Be Well event on the Be Well page. Also, uh, my influencer page, Brown Girl Journey 360, is another page that you can find any information about Be Well. Be Well. So that those are just that's just my personal experience being well. Like I practice what I preach, you know. So all the things that I'm putting out to the community, I also do. Like I don't not do those things on a consistent basis. And that's appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is appreciated. So you're doing what you're talking about. So that means you could like do a poem or a song or a dance or something right now? You know what? <laughs> yeah. You got all this tabletop ready for we a dance move. We talked about this. We talked we about this. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm always spot, you know. on the spot is... Um, mm. What's that freestyle real quick? <laughs> oh, no. Now that, like, if you want mm. some cat in the hat, like, <laughs> I got you. I cannot freestyle. Yo. Like I, I, I envy you. That's right. Because you really can freestyle. It's fun. Like, yeah. Anybody can do it. Practice makes improvement. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna take you up on that right now. One day. Cat, rat, <laughs> sat in the back. Hog, um, dog. And no, um. Let's see. Um. Oh, you know what? Pull out a little something. <laughs> pull out a little something. Yeah, because, I mean, it's an artistic vibe. And it is artist, an artistic vibe. You look vibe. artistic. Like, if I saw you walking down the street, I'd be like, hey, you, you artistic? You be doing poetry <laughs> or something? You be doing that poetry, girl. Let me hear a little limerick or a little haiku or something. You got a limerick, shorty? I like limericks. You- I actually do. That's what made me first start liking poetry in the fifth grade. Writing limericks is how I started writing poetry. <laughs> Real historical facts. Real historical facts. Mm-hmm. Not the uh, what they have during Trump's era. What kind of facts? Alternative facts. These are not uh, multiversal alternative facts. This is the present universe. Present. You found something? I. You know what? Okay, so let me just redeem this piece. I can real see quick. the look of ready. We don't want no preamble and redemption. We want to hear the art. These, okay. We are art fine. lovers and artists. We don't need no. Fine. Don't discount the poem before we even get to buy it. Okay. Thank you. I wasn't going to discount it, by the way. Okay, good. <laughs> Upcharge. Refuge. You were refuge. Where a broken mind could rest. Unloading unknown baggage I had on my chest. Pressed against desire and do right. Couldn't sit back and let this moment pass at last. Someone knows I'm here. I mean, I wasn't alone, but I was. Black girls don't cry in public. We're subject to ridicule and shame, and our salted tears aren't the same. So, yeah, you were refuge. A soul that wasn't easy to find, but one that I treasured. We measured love and spirit, and we spoke in synchronized heartbeats. We could read minds, and time seemed to stand still, but still, shit like that don't last. So now I talk of us in past tense. Even though you're still here, we can't get past this part where fences divide hearts. And this doesn't feel like refuge anymore. It feels like every day my heart is sore and you are but an empty shell posing as the soul you used to be, but only when you see me guarded. And we try and we try and we try to feel the magic, but it's gone. Reenacting moments that become mundane ritual. Nothing about these Sexual pleasures are residual, more like depleted accounts of the love that once was, and you've become sus in your actions. And just like that, I know, without knowing that your heart dwells in a new home, and no matter how many times you tell me different, you're different, and it's not what you tell me, but it's what you neglect to say. And the truth is, no matter either way, how long should I wait for you to share your truth, or should I share mine? This is no longer a place of refuge. This mind is still broken. These tears are still private. Memories of us play on old vinyls, skipping at the parts where we fell apart. And I sit waiting to restart the record, anticipating the crackle that begins the replay of our broken love. Refuge. That's poetry. I'm going to do the little You want to do the little finger snap? Go ahead. Because I could hear the crackle. Like, that was a very... The vinyl, yeah. Very visual. The whole poem, like I was there. I could see it. You was a poet, huh? A broken record. You said you you were a writer. You did say that. You got degrees and stuff. Yeah, just a little bit. That's intimidating. It really isn't. (laughs) (laughs) He's a professional. It really isn't. You know what? I used to struggle a little bit. Um, 
I remember you, you remember Samantha Thornhill. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. We writer. were roommates in Williamsburg. Poet, yes. For a small time. We actually went to school together. I do know that. Yes, we did. That's how um, I met all y'all together. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like more of a poet for the page. So there was poet for the page and poet for the stage. True. And the True. spoken word artist was a poet for the stage. That's right. And I was always really insecure in my artistry because I lived somewhere between the two. Mm. And I didn't always, like, you know, have the theatrics, right. you know, for the stage. Which matters in spoken word. soft-spoken a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> um, and so I struggled with that. But, you know, as I grew up and I was like, don't care. I, I just infused my style, you know, just started infusing infusing um and so like this piece is one that's like for the page i mean there's some elements mm -hmm. for the stage and of course you know i can you know now that i know what i'm doing i can right. make that happen you know if i really memorized the piece and started working it sure. um you know but it's just something i wrote in my notes no that makes sense one day on the beach i've got you know i've done spoken word is what people mostly know me for and most of the writings that i put in public were spoken word but I realize I've got all of these poems that are not for the stage, hence why I now have two books of poetry. You know what I mean? Like I had to, they had to go find their space too. And everything ain't meant for the stage and everything ain't meant for the page. It's right. certain things you gotta read to get it. Like it might be a homophone on there and if I say it out loud, you're gonna miss that I just did a thing. Right. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, right. certain things are meant for the page and certain are meant for the stage, so. I actually that. like reading now. I I did a piece a couple of days ago at a, at a the community center. Um, and I read that, that was a performance piece, which I've performed before, but I read it and because I was able to slow it down and really, you know, get into it. Um, I think people were like there with me and not that they can't be there. I mean, they're there with your energy, you know, when you're on the stage, you know, but sometimes, like I said, these words that are delivered through me, um, are there for people to listen to. And so reading is an art in itself. So I, I can just appreciate it now because, you know, my younger self was like, oh my gosh, I got to kill it. I got to be fire every time, you know? <laughs> and right. it's just like, you know, appreciate who you are, Kim, please. Yeah. That's what God was saying to me. And I was like, I get it, God. Thanks. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I teach spoken word to young people and everybody can't memorize poetry, you know? And so I've taught them, it's okay to read. It's okay to come off the paper, but you can either like be chill with that or you can make that a performance too. Like, you know, I've taught my students to like ball up the paper and throw it at the audience member as they're going through or like, you know, to be theatrical about how they dropped the piece of paper instead of just being like looking all nervous with your paper, uh, like make it part of the thing, like flick it at them. You know what right. I mean? Like show that, yeah, I'm paper, but so what? Like I'm swagging. Like as long as the, the energy of what you're doing is the energy of what's in that poem. Right. It's, Paper don't it's matter. It's all there. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, some of our famous poets, you know, did not stand up and memorize exactly, poetry. Like, exactly. They didn't. Right. <laughs> we be putting a lot of pressure on people now. We do. We do. I mean, and that's okay because if you are performance based, I mean, being a performer, that taught me a lot. I mean, I was, you know, been performing on stage, singing, whatever. Um, that's taught me a lot about the performance and the audience and all that other stuff. But... Honestly, when you write, it's about the words. It's about the soul. It's about what you're feeling. It's about connecting, like you said earlier, with people out there um, and and making sure that they understand that what I'm feeling is could be what you're feeling. Like, I'm sure if I read that, someone would be like, hmm. They ain't my refuge no more either. You are not my refuge. <laughs> they gonna go home and say that. I am leaving you. <laughs> You done broke up some happy homes, some unhappy homes tonight. I hit a broken record. <laughs> I hit a crackle of the vinyl. <laughs> Waiting for the skip. <laughs> you know, it's, it was kind of creepy. Yo. It's kind of creepy, that little crackling sound. and that. There's a whole vibe to it, for sure. Like, yeah. it's definitely a mood setting. <laughs> Whatever that mood's about to be, that little... <laughs> you hit a little skip of... <laughs> yeah, so Love Jones Experience yeah. is going to be all curated is there open mic how does that go for like artists if they like oh my god i want to be a participant is that so open? it is curated um 90 of it but then we do have a short time that we do have open mic and we do that because we want 
again, lovers of the arts to be able to express and do what they do. Um, if there is time, obviously, because we are going to work really hard at allowing people or, or practicing so that we can provide that experience for people. However, we do want to give others the opportunity to, you know, shine in front of the community and, and give validity to what it is that they have to offer as well, because, you know, that's why we're in the space. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely open up some time for that. It won't be a lot of time. However, because we are there every month, just go ahead and get on that sign up mm. so that you can get your face in the place. <laughs> Word. All right. That's lovely. So I do want to say one of the things I'm really excited about, about the Love Jones experience is the experiences. And I heard you say something about um, some dances or something <laughs> like that. Yes. And, and you, we had the live painting last time, like a brother was sitting there painting live. Right. On the scene. Um, and we did have the games, like games in a play. People won prizes and things like that. We played we um, Taboo. We, we played a couple different word games. You know, We did play some word games. The yeah. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. You the know, crowd, crowd was engagement. very playful, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so that made a lot of fun because the crowd got to really be a part of it, even though they weren't performing. They were, like, engaged and, you know, got to shine with their intelligence and their brilliance and have a lot of fun with each other. Right, right. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the different kind of experiences. I know we've talked about having dances. We've talked about having, like, a mini sip and paint in there. Like, so over the couple months, there will be a different experience right. every so time. each time we have the Love Jones experience, regardless of its specific theme. So this time it's Harlem Renaissance, but the next time it'll be something else. Um, we just try to add, like, an experience in there outside of some of the typical arts that you can expect so that people can like have a hands-on experience with what it's like to either be in this this genre this era or um to just be able to do things like so having the sip and paint um experience so people can practice like the artist did or or not or just experiment with that also just kind of bringing again the fusion of dance to this to a space like where do you go where people are dancing from a particular time period but also infusing that modern day you know movement mm -hmm. into things so we're just looking forward to that you know maybe a little teaching people some dance moves it just depends like right. you never know what you're gonna get um and of course this audience is always up to have fun. So I'm not even worried about people yeah. not wanting to try a dance or not wanting to try to paint something or not wanting to try a virtual experience doing whatever um, because they were just ready to experience art. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I feel like I had one more question I was about to ask. What was that, Joshua? Oh, no, I just wanted to uh, say that the facts that you said um, it'll be something different next month. The following month. So April is Harlem Renaissance. If people want to show up Harlem Renaissance out, how, like, but they don't know what that is, how can they figure that out? Can you give them some like things to type into Google or YouTube? Who can they look up? <laughs> a poet, a singer, a movie? Well, we'll definitely have some of... Uh, from this point on until the event, we'll definitely be posting some inspirational photos and things of that nature. We definitely want people to get creative. Um, but if you can't get creative, you know, you can always just show up as yourself because you that's are. okay um, as well. But honestly, if you just take tidbits from the time and just infuse it like, you know, we're not looking for, you know, the the full, you know, head to toe, you know, garb, you know, however. But we're not preventing it either. We're not because <laughs> we are going to have a best dress competition because you always got to do that because, you know. Somebody going to really put the time and Black effort. folks are expressive. We are some expressive people. So there'll always be those people. Um, however, yeah, we will definitely put out some information, some photographs, some you know, inspirational pics. Um, so, so come people to your can page. Come, come to, to my page. So which page should they be looking at specifically? Be Well LLC. Be Well LLC and they can find some inspiration for their looks, for their looks. For their looks. Show up looking like they from Harlem in the 1920s. Um, I think that one uh, Malcolm X movie was about. 
When they was zoot suits, is that? Am I in the right time yeah, frame? Yeah, zoots. Yeah. yeah. Suits. So maybe I should just go watch Malcolm X if y'all don't know what to do. That, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give people references. Right. If they like, I don't even know what the Harlem Renaissance Harlem is. Harlem like, The what? Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Let's all go watch Harlem Nights and show up like that. Yeah, that's a good uh, reference point. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, you men know and what? women. I want to correct myself on something. Do that there. So the IG page is be well underscore events. Mm, that's important. We've yes. been lost. I was saying that wrong. We'd have been so confused. Like, yes. She told me be LLC. well underscore events. Okay. <laughs> yes. Be well underscore events. Events. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. So pictures will be posted, but you know, if you guys hit me up, I can help you out. Be well underscore events. I got you. <laughs> Boom. Well, Whatever sounds, you need. This sounds very exciting. Sounds like it's going to be a, a lovely thing that people will not forget if they be there. Like, I did a thing. They did. They, they well, listen, they will. It is. It is. Like, let's go ahead and speak that into Speak it. In the right. future. All right. Well, thank you, Kim. Is there anything else that you want to, like, make plain? I know I asked questions, but maybe I didn't ask what you wanted to answer. So, if there's anything you wanted to put into the atmosphere. No, the only thing I want to put in the atmosphere is I am really excited about being in the position to be this person for my community, to be able to to give to my community something that I feel like it desperately needs. Um, and I hope that other people can receive it. And I'm just excited about the energy that thus far, like, has come my way. Like, I started literally by myself mm. like with these thoughts a singular being manifesting stuff right from myself and then it was like wait a minute i like what you're doing i want to help wait a minute i like what you're doing i want to help and now i feel like i have a team i have people i have community which is the entire point of yeah. me doing what i'm doing so i know that i'm doing something right when mm. you have like the community kind of growing before your eyes. And that's all that I hope that happens is that we continue to grow. And anybody that wants to be a part of the movement, let's be well together. <laughs> let's be well together. <laughs> yes. Well, that's beautiful. Black, beautiful, and well. Wonderful. Well, thank you for taking that. And I always like to say, like, inside of a seed is the whole tree, right? Like the tiniest little seed, like you said, you started by yourself and now you got all these branches. But then at a point it hit me like, yo, inside of a seed is a whole forest because that seed will grow up and it'll drop seeds and they'll, and they'll, and they'll, so one seed has a whole forest in it. You know what I mean? So as tiny as that is. So yeah, I appreciate that you jump down into the soil and start putting some roots in, you know what I mean? Making space for the rest of us to branch out with you. So thank you for holding that space. Absolutely. Be well. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Love Jones Experience. Just write a review and subscribe.